Podcasting from their dining room table in California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. She's not begging. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> Cecil. Oh, boy. You are mesmerized by this, Cecil. Uh-huh. It just brings up a bunch of harsh memories. I'm sorry, harsh memories? Uh-huh. It was so cold. Ain't making no mistakes. Oh, boy. I had a dollar. What? Huh? Cecil, you've been doing a lot of trailing off lately, uh, well, where you start off with a story that seems uh, rather dark and scary, yeah. and then you just trail off and you never really complete your sentences. Well, I've been having trouble focusing lately. I ran out of my insure probiotic. Uh-huh. They have insure probiotic? Uh-huh. <laughs> yogurt drink I've been drinking, I ran out. It's out at Sam's Club, uh. and I just feel like... Not only has it affected my digestion, it's affected my mental capacity. I can tell. Uh, I'm concerned. Uh, oh, he's we'll just wandering right. off. Where are you going? I gotta you- go. <laughs> I'm gonna go cook the fish sticks. What? I'll the take fish? it from here. The what? The fish sticks. He's making fish sticks again. again? Yes. He's. He Can bought. You? He went to. He went to Sam's Club. He well, it was Costco. He calls it Sam's Club. Okay, I was about to say, and, is uh, Sam's Club Costco or is that both? No, that's two separate things. Yeah, but where where we're from, we had Sam's Club. But out here, we have Costco. But he still calls. We Sam's have Club. Sam's Club out here. Oh, I've. I've yet I to think run into we one. do. Okay. I think, but I'm not sure. I don't. I've I been don't wrong know if we had on a Costco lot. Costco in Georgia. I don't know. I don't know. Costco is it worth it? Let's talk about that for a second. Is it worth it? I don't think it is. I do not think it is. Is what worth it? The membership uh-huh. fee. I mean, compared to... It's like to 60 bucks a year. Sure. To, to, you could save that in one trip. You well, make, that's what they want you to think. You could make that back in one visit. That's what they want you to think, boo. Mm-hmm. How often are you going to go? Come on. Cecil says he, he saved $27 okay. on fish sticks. By the way, I have a question He now. bought the eight-pounder. No, I saw it's it. eight-pound bag. And he put it in his weird cooler he has because he doesn't trust our fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Super strange. It's not up to spec. Yeah. <laughs> Just can't believe it. Uh-huh. Question. Yeah. Um, where does Cecil get his money? I think he's got um, like disability stuff coming in. Oof. He, he's missing a toe. <laughs> it was a tractor accident or That's something back in the day. He'll tell you. I'm surprised he hadn't told you the story. Uh, yeah, he's been getting disability for like 30 years. Oh, my gosh. 30? Yeah. <laughs> How old is he? I mean, he's in his 60s. Yeah. Is he, he really? He says he retired early. <laughs> you know what? Good for him. God bless. <laughs> boo, how are you? I'm good. How are you, boo-boo? Well, boo, let me get my feeling pillow out. Yeah? Excuse me. Guys, I got a feelings pillow. My friend sent me... Um. Well, sister from another Mr. Liz, shout out to Liz, who sent me a pillowcase 
that has a circle of feelings on it. And I love it and I use it often. Hell and yeah. it's color coded. So you can, you know, there's blue, which is lonely, bored, sleepy, depressed. Or there's, you know, orange, red, angry, hostile, hurt. But right now, boo, guess what? Guess what? I'm mm-hmm. in the pink. There you are. I'm feeling stimulated, energetic, and joyful. Boom! <laughs> How are you feeling? Use the pillow. Uh, let me see. Where am I at right now? Yeah, you better. Now? There's different shades. Guys, don't worry. Um, that, I will show that you. That tan confused. I'm that a lot. Uh, well, you do live with me. Yeah, I'm so always confused. Get I it. I never quite know what's going on. Um, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm in the green there. I'm thankful. In the green. See, yeah. we, we use code words. So if we're in the green, in the red... Oh, it's fun. Isn't it fun? It is. It's uh, like kindergarten. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think Liz was probably like, learn how to say things. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always like, I'm feeling, I don't know. We need to see if Liz wants to, uh, maybe if Liz joins us, that would uh, sweeten the offer, getting you out to Denver, to Red Rocks, to see Panic no. in June. I don't know why. Okay, can I tell you something? It's, I've never seen them live. Widespread Panics playing Red Rocks in June. You're in a real music phase. Yeah, and uh, phase. It's f- like your life. <laughs> but it's uh, my buddy Gilbert's a huge fan, and he's. I think Gilbert has probably seen them thirty, forty times. But it's like what? an event. It's like it's like back in the day when you'd go see the Grateful Dead. It's like an it's a big cultural event. Thirty, forty times seems a l- like. Have you ever seen somebody thirty or? Yeah. I've, no. I've seen Drive-By Truckers probably 30 times. Of course, I've been seeing them for 20 years, you know? So you it's get like, it. You were a cool concert No, I'm just saying when, you, when you're go. as old as Gilbert and I, it's, it's not that hard to rack up some big numbers if you've been going to shows for a couple of decades. I don't mind concerts if you get to walk around. Mm-hmm. I need breaks. Yeah. I, can't, I can't just watch it the whole time. Yeah. Well, that's what this go. would be. I got to, you know, uh-huh. what, what's Charlie doing? I'm nervous. We're He's, gonna bring him. you know. He's not a good travel dog. He's not. He doesn't like to travel. <laughs> um, Boo, I need to bring something up. Yeah, what's I up? I wanted to wait mm-hmm. until we we're recording because I'm a yeah. I'm a little uh, scaredy cat. Uh, you're a scaredy cat. What do you mean? There's there's something I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just talk about your hair. Really oh, quick. oh, we haven't. <laughs> I thought this day would come. Okay. Are we having a hair intervention? Okay. I have, listen, my hair looks like I was in Girl Interrupted and ate it all. Like, I can't I judge like your hair. hair. boo-boo. No, it's thin and sad. It's no, fine. Ever since the surgery, hair. you know, it's gone. I'm, I'm a lost cause. But mm-hmm. you, you can take us to the next hair level as a couple, okay? I think that's what I'm trying to do. Well, what do for, you for like some about? Con- for some context, <laughs> I have not had a haircut since the a wedding, which is five months it's been five months since I've had a haircut. Okay. This is literally the longest my hair has ever been. And also, for people who don't remember exactly what I look like, I'm, I, I don't do a lot of selfies and stuff. Uh, I, I've never, it's not that long. Like, I always rock the fairly short kind of, I don't even know what you would call You keep it tight and right, and it looks nice. You got to be it. careful with that, though, because if the tie, if, if you go too short, you look like a cop or, or, or a Marine. And nothing against cops and marines, but that's I'm not that anymore. Um, but if you sometimes I keep it real tight on the sides and back, and a little longer on top, and then you got a little neo-Nazi Hitler thing going on. I understand. So I have to be careful. So I've just uh, I'm just going all natural. I haven't done anything to it in five months. So. 
Let I me. like what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, here's the thing. I love your beard short. I know you don't like a short beard. Uh-huh. I think you look distinguished and great the way it is now. It's too short. I look like a softball coach. That's not true. Yeah, I think it looks... Like, no. I, there's, a, there's 10 million putzes in the South that just have that three-week beard, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's fine, but it just... <laughs> I don't know. It's too short. It's just like, eh. All right, but we're... We're getting off track. Okay, Mm -hmm. so tell me your hair goal. I always have a hair goal in Uh mind. What's yours? I don't know. I'm just seeing, I'm just having fun. I'm just embracing middle age. I was thinking about this the other day. Mm -hmm. On paper or to the naked eye, it looks like I'm having a midlife crisis. I don't feel feel anything crisis-worthy. To me, it's just like, Hey, I'm getting older, and what the hell's it matter? I'm going to wear Hawaiian shirts and grow my hair out and just see how that works. Okay. I'm having I, fun. I think it's great, mm-hmm. and I want to be supportive. Mm-hmm. But I also want to be realistic, yep. boo. Okay? Um, it's just, I just don't know what you're going for, so maybe we should go to, like, a hair cutter. Mm-hmm. A hair cutter? A hair cutter. <laughs> hair artiste, if you will. I know a perfect lady. Mm-hmm. Her name is Jennifer. She has a beauty spot, and it's in Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. and it's called Jennifer's Beauty Spot. Well, what would you do differently? I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know, know what boy, I'm doing either. I don't know what's happening. Because mm-hmm. if you go straight back, it's sort of that guy from Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. What's that guy? Eddie and Munster? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is fine, if that's what you're going and for. And I think he was in the Munsters. What's, which was in the '60s. Every time there was a hit sitcom, somebody else would just do one very similar. Really? There was the Adams Family, and there was the Munsters, both sitcoms about a f- families of ghouls <laughs> or whatever they were. So they were, you know, the dad, the grandpa was like Frankenstein, and you know, there's just this. I don't know how you just these Halloween families, yeah, these spooky families. <laughs> But there was, uh, there was I several. I do remember the it. monsters, actually. There was uh, I Dream of Genie, and then there was something else that was very similar to I Dream of Genie. There was just there was a handful of sitcoms that were oh, like uh, ripping each other yeah, off. Yeah, Bewitched. Wasn't Bewitched, Bewitched kind of the yeah, I that, Dream of Genie? Exactly. I gotta anyway. say, I Dream of Genie costume. Uh-huh. Always a get. Yeah. Always fun. Everyone knows who you are, and if you feel good about yourself, ladies, go get one. Mm. Just walk around. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, you're referring to, um, well, it's getting long now, uh, and I don't know how to style it. I think that's the problem. I don't think it's the length per se. It's the fact that I don't know what the hell I'm doing with it. Okay. So sometimes, just for convenience and when I'm just around the house and just for fun, uh, I'll slick it straight back, like like an Al Pacino or, or as you would say, an Eddie Munster. <laughs> And, uh, I don't mind it slicked back, but then it's when the sides are growing. The sides, the sides yeah. when the sides are coming out the above the ears, uh-huh. that needs to be what, something needs to okay. happen. Something needs to happen. I don't necessarily like the straight back greaser look. That was just something I was practicing. I'm today. I'm kind of rocking a little bit of a rockabilly. I like bouffant. it. I like it a lot. 50s greaser, yeah. but, but not straight back. You know, oh, I'm, well, I think the difference is uh, the parts. So I'm, I've got like my natural parts over kind of on the left side of my head, left to center. So when I part it, then I can do some sort of style or whatever. It's when I go straight back that you forego any part and just just free for all. Just go back. Just go back. But see, and then, but the, the straight back, then you have two different options. You've got do it with your hands, 
that gives your hair kind of a certain pattern as as opposed to doing it with a comb or a mm-hmm. brush mm-hmm. that gives it more of the used car salesman. I don't trust you vibe. So I don't think I'm going to stick with a straight back. I, I got to figure out what to do in okay. terms of like a, a part or a style. But uh, I'm just going for that early retirement beach hippie. Just, hey, gray beard, long hair. Man, I don't care, dude. No, I do love it. Mm-hmm. I think, listen, I don't want to be the type of partner slash wife slash whatever I am. Uh, <laughs> working title. I don't know. Anyway, You're I don't want to. my wife. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be the type of wife, wife. that's like. Cut your hair and no, stuff because no, I, I want you to be free. Yes, you know but I, I love your free your spirit. I, don't don't hesitate to. But you know, throw in your two cents. You but know? I don't want to hurt your heart and your spirit. You're not hurting anything. Okay. I know it looks ridiculous. <laughs> I know I look silly. That's the point. Is I'm just I'm experimenting. I'm having some fun. Good for you. I, I, you know what? I'm proud of you. I mean, that's kind of crazy though. So you, I, I don't think you appreciate this as a woman. Y'all are more accustomed to having varied lengths of hair throughout your life. 44 years, my hair has literally never been this long. And again, it's not crazy long. I can't even put it in a ponytail. It's not ponytail length. And that's definitely not what I'm going for. I've never strived to have a ponytail. Is that still happening? Are boys still doing ponytails? Oh, I still see goobers with ponytails all the time. What's the new hipster hairstyle? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. I would love to know. I've noticed, now this isn't incredibly new, but I think the hipster lady haircut is kind of the, you know, half or, or a quarter of it is shaved, and then there's a part or an abrupt transition to longer, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they had the one side of it kind of shaved down. I can never be that cool. Here's why. I think you could pull no, that off. No, I couldn't. I think you would look good with that. Here's the thing. Can't shave anything because mm-hmm. that's for cool kids. That's mm-hmm. for concert going ladies yeah. that enjoy a lot of piercings and some tattoos. I'm just saying, why, you know, why mess with perfection? <laughs> I think you could totally pull that off. No, I, I, I just, it would look like a crazy person because I'm lazy and I like to put my hair up in a ponytail every single day and I'm only washing my hair once a week. Don't judge. Whatever you're doing now is cute. I like this. Describe this look. This is called going to Target and you have three bobby pins in your car and you uh-huh. just shove them in. But you got the headpiece, the headgear. Oh yeah, the headgear. I did have headgear as a little girl. Shut oh, up. like for braces and stuff? That's yeah. fine. I had weird braces when I was a kid. I was like missing the whole front tooth, and they put this little bar across it. Like they did that like to me bar, too. Like a bar over a window. They were like, "Wow, what are we gonna do with mm-hmm. this idiot?" And it was whew, anyway. <laughs> but no, I always like when you wear um, any type of uh, what? What's the word for that? Scarf. Any type of handkerchief. Headdress. Headdress. <laughs> Bandana. Happy Ramadan to our Muslim friends, by the way. Oh, is Just that one? already started? Yeah, it's already started. Month oh, of April. Right on. No food from sunup to sundown. Boy. So just L.A. diet Boy. every day. Allah bless their heart. I know. Ooh, good one, boo. Well, listen, I, I think you should just... But here's the other thing. I, I feel like you experiment on your times when you're not on the road. Uh-huh. And then when you get on the road, you're like, let me make my hair perfect. <laughs> let me... You know what I mean? You get all shushed up. I get all what up? Shushed. Shushed? Smush. How do you know I... What do you mean I'm, let me make my hair perfect on the road? What well, you, you always get a haircut before you go on the road. Well, I get a haircut before I go on the road. And yeah. then you, you know... Because I'm a public speaker. <laughs> yeah, you're a public... You're right. And I'm, I'm still torn on whether or not I'm going to... Uh, I still may get a haircut this week before I leave. Or I may... The thing is, here's the other train of thought. Uh, 
I'm 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 getting thin up top. So, but there's two things. A, I feel like I have to experiment while I still have a chance. Okay. I feel like in ten years the bald spot's gonna be so big that like, well, I feel like once your bald spot gets big enough, like you kind of can't. You know, like the Hulk Hogan skullet or whatever, you know, the the guys with the classic male pattern baldness but still try to go big on the sides and the back. Like, that's, I'm sorry. Sorry, fellas, who have male pattern George, baldness. George Costanza type thing? Or well, No, I mean, his is fairly moderate. But I'm saying if you had any length at all, imagine if I was classically bald, but I mm-hmm. had, you know, 12 inches of length in the back, you know. Like, like yeah, you know what I'm talking weird. about? Like the Hulk I Hogan? Do. do you know who Hulk I do. Hogan is? I do know who yeah. Hulk Hogan. How silly he looked his whole career. <laughs> I think he kind of looked fun. It kind of went with him. I mean, he owned it and embraced it. He did. My point is, like, my ball spot is just small enough now. And, well, my other point I was going to make is the only thing I'm self-conscious about with having long hair and thinning in the back is I don't want to be one of those goobers that's, like, trying to do a comb over or cover it up or whatever. Because I really don't care. But it's so it's just but it's like, hey, let's have some fun while I still got a little. I like it. Yeah. Hey, you do you, boo, mm-hmm. and you're doing it beautifully. Well, I'm trying. You're doing amazing. But you brought it up for a reason. What what steps do I need to take? What I, I feel badly because I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. You just don't no straight mullet. no straight back. No mullet. I can't do a mullet. See, I was thinking about because you were complaining about the sides, it's going <laughs> to tighten up the sides a little bit and then keep the length in the back. Kind of do the the fun mullet. So that's like the... Uh, here's the thing. I think mullet is on the road to n- destruction. Yeah. And I'm sorry to all our mullet listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe it would be okay. I am not a boy hair guru. Yeah. I feel like perhaps you should explore. You know, there's Pinterest, there's Google Images... <laughs> Look at <laughs> what you find interesting. Take uh-huh. that picture, show your stylist, and boom. Okay. It's yeah. done. Yeah. You can do this, boo. Okay. I'm proud of you. And thank you for taking my notes. I appreciate it. And if you have any notes about my hair. Oh, boo, I love your hair. And or anything. I'm, listen, we all need to intervene on each other. That's what a marriage is about. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I know... You know, mm-hmm. this, but change yourself. <laughs> well, speaking of aesthetics and cosmetics and what sure. have you, uh-huh. uh, did yep. you get into anything this week in that realm? Nope. No? no not at no. all? Uh-uh. Nope. Because I don't know what you're talking about. I have written down here. What do you uh, have written down? Face thread? Face threading? Did you get some face <laughs> threading? And if so, what the hell is that? I've explained this before. Mm-hmm. Where I got this done a couple years ago. Okay, I forget which procedure is which because it's always <laughs> something new. Last month you had thrown out of a moving car face. That was the burning purpose. thing, well, and then the, the, was that the burning thing or was that the bloodbath? That was. <laughs> you took some micro needling facial vampire facial. The vampire facial. <laughs> I can't keep up, boo boo. But whatever you're doing, let me say you're looking great. Babe. Really? Your, your skin's looking great. Your face. Thank you. And money makers. Got to make that money. Don't know how, but I will. So what'd you do this week? Okay. Guys, here's the problem. I become super, super big friends with 
whatever like service I go to, right? I become like best friends. For example, uh, the hair artist I have is Jennifer. She is a delight and I want her in my life always. She's a sweet lady and it's great and we're friends. So she referred me to this spa, right? Where I get these treatments. Now, it's kind of like going into a used car lot sometimes Mm -hmm. because they're trying to upsell. Of course. So they're just like, wow, you know, what would be so great Mm -hmm. if you wanted to fix your jowls Mm -hmm. or, you know, they'll use certain verbiage where you're like, I'm an ugly idiot beast. (laughs) And they're such good saleswomen. And also I went there right after dad died. So now I feel like they're kind of like my family. Hmm. Like they're my Moroccan sisters from another mister that I pay money to. They're Moroccan. I don't think I've ever met a Moroccan. A lot of Moroccan ladies in the skincare field. Actually, only here. I don't know if that's, that's true. Cool. But yeah. So, you know, it's fun. It's uh, painful. Mm-hmm. Threading is... So basically, they insert... <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you. Oh, it's, come on now. They make a little hole, right? Uh-huh. In your, like, upper cheek. Oh, no. And then... How do they make the hole? They they cut you with, they, with a scalpel. No, knife? they. Oh, sorry, that was loud. Uh, they they like no. do a small incision, like a little needle, like a. Oh, okay. Then what they do is they take the thread that's very thin and not a big deal, and everyone does it, and it's not a big deal. Whereabouts on the face is this? This was a well. It's you could do it anywhere, uh-huh. but this was here and here uh-huh. to bring up. Kind of at the top of your cheekbone. Yeah, just on the to, side. Because I was getting the anyway. Okay. Uh, so, and here's the thing: they have nitrous there now. I was never given the nitrous memo, but they were like, they know how baby I am because mm-hmm. I've screamed there before. <laughs> like, so they were like, "Do you want some nitrous? Have you ever had nitrous?" I don't know. I maybe once at the dentist when they give you the gas. Yeah, that's nitrous. Yeah, I think I've had. I usually get the Novocaine, which is not pleasant. No, I don't like that. Um, but I feel like one time I did have some gas, and I was like, "All right, yeah, dude, it <laughs> is the best feeling." Yeah. And I just kept sucking it on that thing. They gave me like my own little tube, and yeah. so I wasn't. And they numbed my entire face. So anyway, they they make that little incision. They just put the thread in. And then they pull it. Okay. So they pull it. There's like little. Um, so it's just one thread pulling your flesh back. It pulls your flesh back, but it also creates collagen because there's little spikes in it, like little tiny microscopic spikes that like make your face injured. And then that's when collagen builds. And then you feel better about yourself in six weeks. In six weeks, I'm going to look beautiful. (laughs) It's painful. It's painful. You know, it's kind of like a really small zip tie, like a, Uh but with spikes. Hmm. And I cried. And I said, please stop. <laughs> so times. that's currently in your face, inside your 100%. Flesh? Yeah, in my face, in my flesh. Huh. Does yeah. it hurt now? Can you feel it in there? I can on the left side. You're supposed to only sleep on your back of your head, like oh, like no. a coffin. Mm-hmm. And I just can't. Yeah, I can't do that either. So I've, I've been hearing it in the night, like it'll go. Ah. Mm-hmm. I think I have a problem. Because here's the thing. I had a meeting regarding my dad's stuff. And after that, I was just so overwhelmed and like, oh, my God, that I went there to my Moroccan Mm -hmm. ladies of love and uh, they mutilated me. Your dad's stuff 
we haven't talked much about this. We don't have to talk dollars and cents, but you're um, you're having to deal a lot with his estate and inheritance. And yeah, stuff we're like just that. doing a bunch of a bunch of work. You mm-hmm. know, after you die, you have to do a bunch of stuff. If you mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. so yeah, I get sad. I get sad about that, and then that I didn't realize how sad I was until. <laughs> Sunday when you were so sweet and you were like, hey, we should go out. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't been outside in like four days. <laughs> well, last week was a rough week because, uh, in full disclosure, uh, we skipped last week because uh, our normal recording day fell on Susie Day. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't remember what Susie Day is, do you want to explain Susie Day or should I? Yeah, you can. And we don't you're, have to go deep into this. You're and make more you uh, succinct. Uh, Susie was your older sister who passed away in 1997 at the age of 23 to cancer. And uh, when she passed, it was on Easter Sunday. Uh, but, but that year it fell on March 30th. Exactly. As we know, Easter Sunday is not always on the same date. So uh, this year, like many years, you get to be sad <laughs> on a specific date of mm-hmm. her passing. And then also when Easter comes back around mm-hmm. in a week or two. Um, but yeah, so, and every year we try to kind of lay low and just, uh, take it easy and maybe do some Susie stuff, you know, watch some, some movies that she liked or, or whatever. So Organize yeah. things. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have a lot of, now we have four of those type of days every year. We have Don Day. I know, Don Day. We have Corrine Day. We have Susie Day. And now we got, uh, Pops Day. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> a lot, lot of, uh. A lot of things to... Uh, Welcome to the death podcast. Yeah. See, that's but, a thing. It's hard for me because I do want to talk about it and mm-hmm. my grief and stuff. But then also, you know, I don't want to be just associated as, oh, the dead... Well, of course not. ...grief lady. Because it's like, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Like, I, I want to be my own person. But it is hard. Like, I, Well, it's this, not your fault that all these people in your life have passed on. They beat it. They, they left me. Mm-hmm. They left me. I can't believe it. I feel like your dad was like, all right, Dave, you take <laughs> You got her? You're good? All right, peace out. <laughs> he can- <laughs> I know. He, he really did. I mean, it's crazy to he think. He really did. He passed away five weeks after we got married. I know. He had to trump. He had to trump 2021. That's he crazy. had to be like, no, it's not Katie's wedding year. It's my death year, everybody. But that is weird. Like, I don't know. Maybe subconsciously. Yeah. Because we had some good talks, you know, leading up to and after the wedding, just about you and really? us. Really? Oh, yeah. We had some oh nice little gosh. talks. Oh, my gosh. Spill the tea. I just reassured him, like, hey, you know, do not worry. I know I she's special needs, but don't worry. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'll get assured, her a helmet. I assured him that uh, his his sweet gal's in good hands. So uh, and That's sweet, boo Yeah, he was... Uh, he loved you. He was so so excited to. Uh, that's the other thing. I'm I'm glad he got to see you get married. You know, I'm glad he yeah. got to be a part of that. He got to so. walk me down the aisle with Jackie. Yeah. That was so fun. That was that was nice. But anyway, we don't have to go down uh, gloomy avenue here. Mm-hmm. But that's what we were up to last week. Uh, taking an observation for Susie. But uh, this week, we're trying to get back into our normal routine. You're getting face surgery. My hair's growing longer. <laughs> Business as usual over yeah, here at I Stonebergs mean, Incorporated. Quite honestly, it's just, I mean, listen, Susie was the greatest human ever. Uh, yes, she's forever on a pedestal in my family. And uh, she, well worth it. Yeah. She was a total boss bitch. Yeah. Loved Martha Stewart. <laughs> loved organizing. Loved 
I mean, she was so bossy. Yeah. She, I would always be like, you're not my second mom. Because <laughs> I was the youngest. She was the eldest. You guys do the math. She was 10 years my senior. So it was just. Well, she was the oldest and she was a school teacher. What grade oh, did yeah. she teach? Third? Elementary, like second or second third. Or, so she's the oldest know. of three gals and a school teacher. So she was, she was so good. Be, she was such a good teacher. To be in charge. Yeah. Yeah. She was, and my mom was a school teacher as well back in the day, elementary school. And so it was just two of the same personalities. So they didn't yeah. get along a lot. They oh, were really? just, oh, yeah, my mom would be like, she's so bossy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she loved her, of course. Of course. So, how's this week been going other than uh, face stuff? Anything else going on? Um, It's been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I've been in a little dumpy, dump, yeah. dump. But well, that's to be expected, boo. It's just grief, dude. Yeah. It's crazy how it goes up and down. And mm-hmm. some days it's like every hour it shifts, you know, yeah. but it's been good. Today's a good day. So yeah. I'm going to ride this good way. <laughs> <laughs> ride it, baby. <laughs> we had a good week, though. We uh, went out and got uh, some German food the other day. That was exciting. Oh, my gosh. And weirdly clam chowder yeah. they had. And it was delicious. Clam chowder at a German beer bar. Yeah, that's what I ordered. Um, but yeah. Oh, something I I I think I'm finally ready to talk about this. Um, I, I mentioned this on the Boogie Monster the other day. Um, I was going to keep this on the down low a little bit until I got some decent uh, time under my belt. But uh, a couple days will be six weeks. No booze. Good job, boo. Yeah, no booze. Just taking a break. I, I'm not uh, air quote quit drinking. Uh, I'm just taking a break, um, just for general health. Good. But um, and I mentioned this on the other podcast too. But like, I really did. I was just sitting around. It was a Friday night, about six weeks ago, and uh, just knocking back my my bullet and coke, bullet bourbon and coke, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I just kind of had gotten into a routine where just you know at night it's like oh it's just kind of um it was almost just habit and routine and, and just kind of um I don't know. Well, not celebratory, but just just a routine of like, all right, the day's done. I did all my stuff. Let's sit down, watch some movies or whatever, and knock back four or five beam and cokes or mm-hmm. bourbon and cokes, and uh, just without even realizing, just realize like, oh, I'm kind of doing this every night. Yeah. Uh, but I really did have an epiphany that that night. It was just like some some voice. It, I didn't hear a voice, you know, and but just some presence. Was just like, dude, you you gotta stop. You're gonna you're gonna die. Not that I was like a full on drunk. And I, the other thing too, and I've talked to you about this, and and I sincerely believe this. I'm not just like passing the buck or not taking accountability. But I don't think I had an alcohol problem. I think I had a sugar problem. I've just, oh, okay. just because, and I I talked about this, but I, the little test that I give myself, if you remember, like nights that I had bourbon and no Coca Cola, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't be tempted to drink. Because okay. just, that's not my drink, just sitting around drinking bourbon on the rocks or straight. Or, you know, I definitely don't like doing shots, but I just enjoy the, the mix, the cocktail of, like, Coke with bourbon. But the nights that I had bourbon and no Coke, I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't even be tempted to drink. But it was the nights that I had a Coke in the fridge and the bourbon in the, in the cab. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get on that tonight. So it really was the sugar. I was just too, and I was sucking back Red Bulls, knocking back two or three Cokes a night. You know, with the bourbon, and uh, yeah, something's just like, dude, you gotta, you gotta take a break. You're gonna get diabetes and die. Mm. Just too much sugar. Don't but die, uh, boo. yeah, six Don't weeks, die. six weeks, no booze. Um, and I've had two Red Bulls, 
and no Coca-Colas. So, yeah. I'm trying so to, proud of you, boo. Trying to just, and this is like a, a, a principle that a lot of healthy people adhere to, but like no liquid calories, you know, meaning just water and, you know, black coffee and unsweet tea. Even diet soda is not good for you. I know that, but, you know, that's better than... I'm assuming uh, occasional Diet Coke is better than occasional regular Coke. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. The... I had a skinny friend once tell me that that's not true. Yeah. But like... Like what's worse? The the, the corn syrup and sugar or the... Uh, what's the thing they put in Diet Soda? I don't know. Uh, aspartame. But then all this zero sugar business, mm-hmm. is that okay? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Is that the same as diet? Are they just trying to trick us? You know, there's zero sugar... Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. Instead of diet Dr. Pepper. I think that is simply a, a marketing and branding thing. I mean, thing. it's smart. Because it's still no calorie, no yeah. sugar soda, the same way it always was. But I think they're doing that to get away from the word diet. I know. Uh-huh. But I got to tell you, as a Diet Coke, an ex-Diet Coke drinker, mm-hmm. nothing sweeter than a Diet Coke at a restaurant. Oh, see, I've never oh. been tempted with Diet Coke. I'm really? All, I hate the flavor. Aspartame? I hate that taste. That's why, and I've had friends in the past, like, why don't you just do bourbon and Diet Coke? And I've tried that, but ugh. Like, Diet Coke by itself, I don't like, and it surely doesn't mix well with brown liquor. Like, it just, ugh, I do not like that taste. Here's the thing. The aspartame, you just have to get used to, and yeah. then you become addicted, and then it makes you want to drink more. I remember when I was a server, Diet Coke drinkers would always have like three to four refills. Wow. Regular Coke we would have like one. Uh-huh. Now, there are, there are two diet sodas I do enjoy. Okay, oh, I, I hate go. Diet Coke. Buckle up, everybody. But for some reason, A&W Diet Root Beer. Delicious. That is really good, isn't it? Like, I can tell it's not as good as the regular, but it's to me, it's not as big of a drop-off or sacrifice as like the Diet Coke. Like, the, I don't know what they've done, but the A&W Diet Root Beer I like and Canada Dry uh, Zero Sugar Ginger Ale. It has that's, to be the Zero Sugar, not Diet, good. guys. Yeah, yeah. I've learned that yeah. in the past. Yeah. Um, also, you know what wasn't a bad... Sometimes I'll just buy some drinks to try it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I... Do you remember the failed drink I bought that was in our refrigerator for like three weeks? Recently? <laughs> it was last month, I think. At this place? Uh-huh. Remember, uh-huh. I was... No. It was that green tea, lemonade, oh, zero sugar, Lipton. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the biggest get. As if green tea doesn't suck enough. Yeah. Let's make diet green tea. Okay. Ooh. I mean, I think it's delightful. Ooh. I think it's a dream. Did I like it? Was it sitting there for a while? Yes. I, I didn't touch it for a while. But then, you know, once I got used to it, it was fine. <laughs> I think I was drinking it out of spite for you. <laughs> Ugh, golly. But yeah, so just taking a break from the booze. Well, and also, Boo, you know what? I'm proud of you because guess what? You went on some friend dates. Went on fr- two friend dates this I week. Know. Yeah, back in L.A., uh, you know, hooking back up with my old fellas, my old buds. It's so I, cute. You know, I, I've met several of my friends I haven't seen, you know, and... I mean, just the way comedy works, it's like you know all these people from comedy, and then some some closer friends, you know, will go do stuff outside of comedy, but other friends, it's like, oh, if I don't see you at a show, I may not see you for a while, and, uh, you know, moving down to Long Beach and being kind of out of the L.A. scene for a while. Um, yeah, yeah, just catching up with some old buds. Yeah. Took uh, two buddies to uh, Moosecraft. 
Ooh, on Thursday. How was that? Oh, it was good. It was good. They didn't order the turkey. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they both uh, first timers at Moosecraft, and uh, they had a blast. So uh, and yeah. they enjoyed the dining out experience. Oh yeah, they're they're diners. Yeah, would yeah. you consider them foodies? These friends? um, no, I wouldn't consider them foodies. I, they appreciate food, but. Uh, I think I'm the only real foodie in my friend group. And when I say foodie, I mean, that can mean anything. But, like, I'm the only one that makes an effort to, like, go out and eat at specific restaurants. You know, I'm the only, I'm the only one in my friend group who's initiating lunches. Hmm. Like, you know, my friends will initiate other activities, you know. In what terms will of they like, initiate? Uh, and how do boys do it? Like, how do you reach out? What do you mean? Like you just text like, "Hey, uh, dinner or what?" Yeah, well, my my standard, my my go to is as to not put any pressure or make anyone feel obligated. I always say, "Hey, I'm going to eat some barbecue tomorrow at one. If anybody wants to join, and I'll send it to like two or a group text to two or three buds." But rather than just being like, "Hey, do you want to go eat lunch tomorrow?" I always just say. You know, subtext, I'm going anyway, and it's true. I'm going anyway, with or without you, I'm yeah. going. And that's a so, good option. Yeah, so feel yeah. free to join. That way they don't feel obligated. They're not like, oh, well, you know, it's not like maybe another event where, like, I'm counting on the I'm not going to go if you don't go. So I always phrase it like, I'm going, I'll be there if anybody wants to join. Okay. And I do. Like, uh, that's I, nice, I go out by that's myself. that's no pressure. Yeah. That's no pressure. I think when people feel pressure, it's like, no. Yeah. Okay. But I, that's... And we've talked about this before, but that's something I enjoy too. Is like I, I like going out to lunch with buds, but I also am fine with just going and sitting down by myself. I love to just go out and sit really table do. for one. I love that. Yeah, I love going out to eat by myself. Doesn't doesn't bother me at all. That's so, so cute. And so, you put your little earbuds in. And yeah, just... sometimes depends on where I'm at. I okay. might just put my earbuds in and enjoy my meal alone and listen to some music or podcast, whatever. Sometimes I'll just I'll go without the earbuds and just kind of. Take it in. Take it all in, eavesdrop. You know? Oh, I love that. People watch. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, we two of us went to uh, Moosecraft on Thursday, and then uh, a couple nights ago, uh, one of the guys, James, uh, we spoke about James Fritz, hilarious comedian. Very uh, funny and a sweetie. Yeah. The best. Check, check out uh, his album. He's got a great album out there. Um, what's the name of that album? Uh, Still Together. Um Anyway, Fritz and I went to see uh, a band. We went to go see uh, uh, who we were playing, kicking off the show. Cecil queued that up. He Sarah, sure did. Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. I've talked about them before, but, uh, man, just exactly what I like in terms of, like, country music. Just their sound. They had a pedal steel player. She had, like, a five- or six-piece band. The band was just awesome. But, yeah, just kind of, like, neo-classic country. I love you know, kind that. Kind of that modern take on like that classic country sound, that honky tonk sound with that pedal steel and oh boy. And just uh, she's got a cool, her voice is perfect for that genre, that style of music. But yeah. We get it. You love her. Big fan. Okay. Uh, we get it. You love her and uh, you're going to divorce me and go marry her. Okay. No, I It's fine. No, Good. I am a Glad. married man and, sh- and, and, and I'm a married man. I'm a married man and they are a... Uh, I say that right. Her her pronouns. Uh, see her. Their pronouns are they them. So they are. I don't even know the term. They are not <laughs> okay. straight. Are you broken? Well, no. I'm trying to say I don't know if if calling them a lesbian is correct or if they are non-binary. I'm not quite sure, but I do know that she has or they have no interest in me. Okay, here's so. the statement about 
I'm a married man. Mm-hmm. Now, that to me says, I'm a married man. My old ball and chains at home. Disgusting grizzly bear that I live with. Whoa, that is some you shit, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> that was not implied in my statement. I'm a married man just means it's not even... It's, it's, I wouldn't even think of it. It's it's off the table. I'm, I'm off the market. Okay. And even if but I remember, even I if could we, go nuts. Even if we weren't okay. married, you're you're my boo. Thank you, boo. Has that ever been an issue? No, boo. I don't have the wandering eye. I don't have the wandering eye. Mm-hmm. I have an eye. <laughs> <laughs> but no, big fan of Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. But uh, yes, there's and the venue was cool. The venue was great. This cool venue I'd never been to in Silver Lake called Zebulon. Ooh. Uh, and it was like the perfect venue too because. You walk in, and there's like a front bar section. Ooh, okay. And then in the back is the separate room. You go through a separate uh, set of doors, and then it opens up into the big performance space. Uh, Not huge, but probably, you could probably squeeze 150, 200 people in there, maybe 150. But perfect, smaller type venue. And then uh, you have the option to go uh, outside. They had like a beer garden patio porch thing so i love going to shows where you have three different options i could i could go watch the show in the performance space i could go out to the bar you know catch my breath get a drink whatever or we could go outside you know so i love uh, that it was was perfect little venue because sometimes you go to like a show and that's the other thing like i got there too early the opening act was great but it was uh, it just was a long night for my old knees Oh, you were standing around. the whole time. Yes, yeah, there wasn't the whole a time. seating option. There was some seats at the bar. They had a second bar inside the performance space, mm-hmm. so you could sit at that bar. Um, and then they had like these big, like wooden bleacher things in the back, but those were all occupied. Um, so yeah, just a lot of standing around. So being able to like go to different, you know, environments and change gears was nice. I love that. But yeah, I hadn't been to. A, well, I was about to say I hadn't been to a concert in a while, but we just went to Drive by Truckers. Yeah, we did. Ago. But uh, I feel like I hadn't been into to a, like an indoor show, a smaller indoor show like that in a while. But yeah, yeah, a lot the of picture fun. was so cool. You posted, I yeah. loved it. Yeah. And James had fun. Yeah, James had a good time. Oh, yeah, James is uh, he's he's so good to take to things like that. A James is probably well, not even probably, definitely uh, the most musical friend I have in terms mm-hmm. of like on par with me in terms of his appreciation and interest in music. Uh, you know, all my other friends are into it too, but not, they don't nerd out the way James and I do. So he's great to take to shows like that. And he's just got such a like open musical mind that he wasn't even super familiar with her band, but I think I played him one song and he's like, yes. And then, you know, because that's a thing too. Like, I don't know how often I'm willing to go out and see a band I'm not familiar with. Well, this summer, buckle your belts, baby, because yeah. guess who's going to Boys to Men with me? Boys to Men, ABC, BBD. Oh, right. They're playing the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, they are. You want to go see that? I would love to go see, see it. Boys to Men at the I'll Hollywood Bowl. I'll make love to you <laughs> like you want me to. I wasn't allowed to listen to that song, but I did. Also, hello, the Mariah Carey and Boys to Men duo mm-hmm. of One Sweet Day. Speaking of Susie Day, I used to listen to that on tape every night before I would go to bed and cry because I was broken. (laughs) Anyway, back to back to James. (laughs) (laughs) But no, James and I had a good time. He's a he's a good dude. I I love hanging out. with. Well, all my friends are dead and that's the truth. So I need to find new ones. (laughs) Anyone? 
Oh, boo. Uh, baseball start is coming back this week. I know you're excited. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm thrilled. I, I saw your calendar in there. You had the date circled. I, <laughs> I have it circled. Opening day, baby. O-D. Thursday's opening day. Yes. Uh, and I'm, you're... Having, I'm having other friends. I just have... It's just I know. really a friend time. We get it. You're uh, you're rubbing it in my face. I feel like it's a passive aggressive move of being like, look what I have, idiot. Oh, see that again. That is again. You, that's you me stuff. stuff. That's why I have Dr. <laughs> Julie, who I need to meet in person starting next week because she's worried about you me. You really think <laughs> your husband is making passive aggressive? No jabs. At I you didn't by say that out loud. Damn it! I did. No, I have stinking thinking sometimes. My first thought is usually wrong, and no, I have to stop. No and I have to be like, Katie, is that true? And it's just a whole thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. cognitive behavioral therapy, let's go for baseball. Cooking chili and cornbread on Thursday Ooh, for my okay, Cincinnati sweet, buddies. Sweet cornbread? Just so happens that my buddy Ryan, a singer, who we spoke a lot about, he's a big Cincinnati. He's from Dayton, Ohio, so he's a big Cincinnati Reds fan. I'm obviously Atlanta Braves fan. Uh, Ryan is... Where James is my most musical friend, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan's my most sports enthusiastic friend. He's super into baseball, more so than I am even. Really? Like, I have a hard time keeping up with him in conversations. Like, he's just so into it. Like, in terms of, like, he's, he's dropping names and stats of people. I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't, I don't know him yet. Wow. <laughs> like, I know all the Braves. I follow the Braves super close. And I follow, like, the rest of the league, you know, somewhat. But Ryan... He treats almost every team the way I treat the Braves. Like he just knows every player on every team, and I, That's he's amazing. hard to keep up with. But anyway, so he's coming over, and uh, his buddy Jeff Tate, who's also a Cincinnati Reds fan, great comic as well, coming over, and uh, I'm going to make some chilling cornbread. Go have baseball day. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So okay, with baseball, like, what would be a fun theme? Like, because okay, I am a Housewives fan, a uh-huh. real Housewives, um, especially of New York. Anyway, long story short, also I just read the book well I didn't read it audiobook because I have dyslexia <laughs> but um, <laughs> um of Dorinda Medley who was an ex Real Housewife of New York and it was called Make It Nice it was her memoir and she is like the hostess with the mostest uh-huh. and she takes hosting like parties or whatever very seriously uh-huh. and I really appreciate that about her Yeah. so I am trying to learn how to host mm. in like a really cool way that's like Fun, but like interesting, and <laughs> I want to make it nice. What you the know. hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, like when you, you walk. Okay, you walk into a home, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's some snacks on the table. Yes. What kind of snacks? Okay. What kind of bowls do we get? <laughs> what kind of uh, do we have chips? Are there separate plates? Are there? Is there a maybe a, a centerpiece in the table mm-hmm. of baseballs? You know, or maybe is there, ooh, let's put up a sign, happy opening day. Mm-hmm. Or is that too much? Is that trying too hard? All this is incredibly thoughtful and sweet. Thank you. But I think you might be overthinking it because it's just a couple of my dumbass buddies who neither one of them are married. Neither one of them have kids. You know, it, it, at heart, we're all still like 19-year-old boys. So I think... Uh, and much like I was talking about the last episode, the friend who invited me to a birthday hang with zero food or beverage, I think these fellows would be uh, impressed and appreciative of any effort that was made. You know, so as long as we got some beverages and, and some snacks and maybe a bowl of chili, I think these guys will be fine. 
I don't okay, think you, I I don't have, think you have to overthink it. I have a question, though. Uh-huh. Have you ever gone... Okay, you have gone to parties or... <laughs> you know people. I've been to a party, yeah. Um, But when you walk in and mm-hmm. you could tell there was, like, love yes. and a lot of, like, effort yes. put in. Yeah. Especially with the beverages. Mm-hmm. Now, beverages are my favorite thing in the mm-hmm. whole world. I have very weird tastes. Celery juice is on there. Mm-hmm. Orange Celsius is on there. I'm specific. So mm-hmm. usually I'll bring like a couple beverages in my purse, which is de classe, I know. But I don't want to bother anybody being like, can you have celery juice at the party? This is why I don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what gets you excited as a dude? Because I'm not, I don't know dude brain. Okay. When you walk into like a fun, festive thing, mm-hmm. what's like a, hi, welcome to our home and like beverage area? Do we have an ice thing out? Is there like, you know, what do you do? A couple things. Uh, okay. Like I said, these, these fellas don't really care. As long as there's something to, to drink on or munch on, they'll be fine. But if we want to. In a party atmosphere. If we, let's do if that. If we want to do it right, uh, the first thing I notice with any situation like that in terms of food and beverage are options. Okay. Meaning, you know, when you're 18 and you go to your buddy's, your dickhead buddy's mom's basement to have a hang, <laughs> there might be a two liter of Mountain Dew. Okay. And that's a score. And then, like, that's that's all we got. Mm-hmm. You know, and even that, you know, when you're 18, you're like, oh, that's fine. But as an adult... You know, if we're being social, if we're hosting, mm-hmm. if we're entertaining, mm-hmm. have some options. Okay. You know, I would say minimum of four options. Okay. Would there be only, like, because here's the thing. I love specificity because mm-hmm. you're right. I'm an overthinker, and how great is mm-hmm. that? Um, <laughs> not for anyone but me. Uh, so I would like to know what specific person mm-hmm. What they like to drink. Mm -hmm. That way you just buy that, like Mm -hmm. a six-pack of that or whatever, and that is on the ready. Or do you just do one big, like a 24-pack or something? Or, you know, I I do love the option idea. Do we go diet with the options? Do we go regular? Do we go zero, you know? I think maybe you have two to three soda options. You know, maybe one of those is a diet. Okay. Then... One or two alcohol options, you know. I told I told the guys, you know, hey, I'm off the sauce, but you know, feel free. I, I've got some liquor here. As I said, I don't have any beer, but we've got some old liquor that you're welcome to. So you know, but I was like, if you want some beer, bring that yourself. But yeah, maybe a couple of soda options, a couple of alcoholic options, and then maybe like a, you know, a good bottled water, or maybe like a wild card, like a fruit juice, you know, like. A, Apple juice or orange juice I or like something. That. You know, I just, like that. Just having a little bit of variety, a few options is nice, as opposed to, you know, water. Would you you want tap water or nothing? You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, now. Same thing with snacks. You know. Okay, so four snacks. You know, maybe you a few, salty, a few savory. Yeah, maybe a couple of salty savories, maybe a couple of junk food sweets. You know, that kind of thing. Maybe okay. some candy. And then, you know, with this, I already told them, you know, I'm going to make chili. But, you know, so that's, there will be a, a headliner, a main event. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, maybe some maybe something in the nut family. Nuts, You know, okay. good peanuts, especially baseball, you know, some yeah. peanuts, maybe okay. some roasted 
salted almonds. Okay. But, you know, maybe maybe like some chips, some nuts, and, and, and something sweet. Well, and I bet you find out which is, like, you start entertaining, mm-hmm. and you learn what are some favorites, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe no one touches the pistachios. Yeah. You know, I love pistachios, mm-hmm. okay. But, you know, that's something to note. Yeah. Pistachios, by the way, one of the few foods that I think I could win a uh, contest in. Really? Yeah. What are the top three foods that you could win a contest in? I think pistachios is in there. You could eat as much. Um, Like, how many do you think you could take down? I mean, I could easily eat one of those bags you get. I just got a big bag of pistachios, guys. Went to Target, had a ball. I never stop eating pistachios because I'm full. I stop because I realize, like, even though these are pistachios, you've just had about 600 calories worth, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. With nuts, it's hard. Yeah. With you think almonds, you're, doing you're just good. like, I'm doing something good. Even almonds. You know, if you're watching carbs, you know, uh-huh. almonds have carbs in them. No, I know. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, there was something else recently where I said the same thing. It's like, I think I, I remember that, and I don't remember I what. I forgot what it was, but it's, there's a, foo- a few foods where, like, oh, I don't get full. Like, you, someone has to take this away from me. I have that, too. I wonder that about Charlie. Like, he's always begging for table scraps. He's always begging for food. And I always, I wouldn't do this because I don't want to hurt the poor fella, but I would. it would be an interesting experiment to just have, pick a food <laughs> and just, just keep handing it out to him until, like, at what point will he go, no thanks, I'm full. I don't think that happens with dogs. I think they just keep going. I think he'd explode. He's dumb. Have you seen, there's several like memes and stuff going around, but there's that one meme of like a little puppy chihuahua with like this huge distended belly. And then it was that trend where people were putting notes by the, by the pet as if they wrote it. Oh, okay. And he, this one's like, I ate all my food and all my bro- and all my brother's food, and now I can't move. <laughs> it's like a little six-pound oh. chihuahua where like three pounds of it is just his belly. Oh, my gosh. I think that's what happened to him. Yeah, that's what happened to Charlie, our little <laughs> weird football. He does have a d- odd shape. Yeah, he, he's kind of it's oblong. Just... <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's robust in the middle. But yeah, so I, you know, I think you're doing fine. You you brought home some groceries today. I some did good that. snack selections. Uh, okay. I, I think I think we're good. Do we good. set them out? Do we do individual things? Like, is it individual? But then the the things aren't cold. Do we do a cooler? We don't have a really big refrigerator. I mean, this we're ice? just, we're Where just do you having put the a, ice? we're just having a few dudes. You know, this isn't like a party per se. Now, if we were having 15, 20 guests, then you, yeah, we got to figure that out. But. No, I think we just keep everything in the fridge in terms of the bev- beverages, okay. and okay. we got that. We got the ice maker now, the ice okay. machine, so that's nice. That's a big get. That is a big get. Okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, and then we'll set out the the non-perishable snacks. You just set those out, you know, and anything else that needs to be refrigerated or whatever. Can we can we practice my small talk skills? <laughs> well, I, I got something that will help that. Okay. Because uh, I don't know why I've been really into trivia lately. We've you had lo- fun. Yeah, we've had. We've had fun the last <laughs> like few episodes trivia. doing trivia. Guys, it's fun. Get, um, it, get behind it. But I wanted to do some uh, baseball trivia for you. Oh God! You did some baseball trivia for me a few weeks ago, and I got a little ahead of myself. I was a little a little confident. I didn't score as as well as I thought I would. Um, but I got 10 really basic baseball trivia questions. Now I'm not going to. Um, ask you things like in terms of players or stats. This is more to just test your general knowledge of the game of baseball, the rules of baseball. 
Okay. So, uh, I, and I'm always curious too. I love this concept of, and we've talked about this before about how much do you know about the stuff you know nothing about? Okay. Meaning you don't know much about baseball, but you, you, there's some questions you probably do know the answer to. Same thing with me and housewives or theater. Like I don't know anything about musicals, but I, I, I could get a couple of questions right. Like, I could name you a few musicals, you know, that kind of thing. But, like, I could name, I could maybe name a, that's, that'd be a good question. How many Real Housewives can I name? Oh, my God. Yeah, how I many mean, do you think you could? Bethany Frankel. Yeah, she's a bad, badass bitch. Well, it's my favorite. You're so cute because you'll try to be like, so who's your favorite when I'm in my depression <laughs> mode and just watching it? And I'm like, Dorinda, who's, who's the older lady that owns... Um, Sexy, unique restaurant. What's her name? Um, oh, you got this. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help you. I can't you. remember her name, but you like her, don't you? What's her name? Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa babe. Vanderpump. Hello. Okay. So, all right. So, there's mm. Bethany Frankel. There's Lisa Vanderpump. There's Dorinda. She makes it nice. Yeah. I like Dorinda. Yeah. She's the only one that I really like. Yeah, well, she went through, like, a lot of shit in her life. Mm -hmm. Also, her memoir is amazing because her husband passed away. And she talks about grief and, like, in such a beautiful way that I think that's why I love the vintage housewives in certain ways because Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, they've been through shit. And it's neat to hear women actually talk about this stuff that's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's ugly and it's sad and death is not fun and it's neat. To see somebody get through the other side. Hmm. That is true. That's it is neat to see. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, I can justify Real Housewives any day of the week. So if you need justification for watching it, um, I got you. From Atlanta, Kim Zolchak. Zolchak. Zolciak. I don't know how to say her name, but okay. She dated my buddy Southside Steve, Atlanta Who? Atlanta radio personality. Uh, Atlanta. People might know Southside Steve from his time on 96 Rock. I don't know where he's at now. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, come on. That was his catchphrase. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Uh, but yeah, I, I was buds with Southside Steve back in the day, and I remember when he dated her briefly. Really? I don't, this had to be 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, everybody was like, what? You're dating who? And yeah, he dated uh, that gal for a little while. And then she went on to date or marry an Atlanta Falcon after that, I think. Yeah. Troy. Uh, Troy. He had a good name? butt. That was her whole thing. Yeah. He had a good butt. She met him at the taping of Dancing with the Stars. Oh yeah. And she hit on him. She came up to him and was like, you have a nice ass. And he started laughing and like, she like sexually harassed him <laughs> into a date. <laughs> but what I loved about her is her confidence. Like yeah. she had a dude oh, yeah. presence of like, yeah, keep it moving, whatever. Uh-huh. Like who wouldn't want to date me? I <laughs> I love that confidence. And that's the thing too. Like these women are insane yeah. and crazy, but they're confident as hell. Sometimes, sometimes they're sad. <laughs> okay, anyway. So yeah, baseball. I, I think that's all I know. I know Bethany Frankel. I know. No, uh, you know another Atlanta. Nene? Nene. 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 <laughs> Nene. Nene has a special place in my heart always. Yeah. Okay. Talk yeah. about somebody that's been through shit. She also lost a husband. Really? Damn. Maybe hmm. they, they kill him. Okay, anyway. What's, okay, so baseball. So yeah, Trivia. I can doing... name a few of your Real Housewives questions. Can you answer correctly a few just general rules, general uh, stuff about baseball? Oh, God. Okay. So I got 10 questions here. Uh, and I'm not going to look at them. I came up with these questions. These aren't anything. Because, yeah, again, I'm not going to ask you, 
you know, who had the most home runs in 1977. Are you going to give know. me an option, like A, B, C, D? No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, that's mean. Yeah. I give you A, B, C, D. Because either you know them or you don't. Uh, okay. These well. kind. All right, let's get it started here. Okay. All right, 10 questions. Uh, okay. Number one, how many feet is it from the pitcher's mound to home plate? What? That's insane. And for those to be specific, this <sighs> measurement is the pitching rubber, the, the little white strip of rubber that the pitcher stands on. This is not impossible. This okay. is kind of okay, common think. knowledge let of, me think. Uh, if you know a little bit about baseball. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm thinking of the Dodger game that we went to. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, in the Angel one. Okay, so that was long. <laughs> it's the distance from the pitcher to well, the batter. Here's the thing. I don't think this is I don't think the pitcher I think it's the shortest one, right? Cuz the pitcher is closer to the home plate than who? Than what? Than like home plate to the first. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. so it's shorter. That's my next question, too. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh can you give me like I mean, that's like real specific. I don't even know like that's like asking the pr- a producer of the Housewives. Like I don't. Um, All right, I'll tell you what. Okay. I I'll give you a leeway. Can you get it right within five feet? Doesn't have to be because the answer is blank feet, blank inches. All right, I'm gonna do within five feet. Can you get it? So it's feet. Okay. So and you've been on the baseball field. We've we've messed around with some baseball. Can you can you picture 50... the batter? Oh, God. I'm checking your face. 58. Very close, boo. You got it within the range. Really? 60 feet, uh, 6 inches. Yes! 60 feet, 6 inches. Okay, so do I get a half a point? I feel like, what do you think? Are we going to do half points? I, I, no, I said uh, you get it within 5 and you got it within 5. Okay. So I'm going to give, you, give okay. you that one. Okay. Um, and it's funny because I grew up playing sports, That's I measure real-life distances. Like, I... You know, some if, if a crime happened and they go, well, how far away was he? I think was he farther than the pitcher's mound? Was he further than first base? Sometimes I'll use the length of a football field, okay, three hundred feet or hundred yards. You know, wait, but, so half of a football field is how many feet? Half, well, and before we <laughs> go the half, do you know? <laughs> let's start with the hole. I don't know. I what, don't know. But why'd you say half of a football? Because I just wanted to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just figured you'd ask how long is. <laughs> well, I could do the double with the hole. <laughs> uh, take a guess how long a football. I mean, I just said it. I know, and I'm sorry. I was trying to think of something. <laughs> a football field is 100 yards. But how many feet? Well, now you got to be able to figure that one out, boo-boo. 100? A football field is 100 yards. <laughs> How many feet would it be? It wouldn't be 100 feet if it's also 100 yards. 1,000? Boo-boo. How many feet I are in a yard? Listen, my mind is different than yours. Boo-boo. I don't even know. How many feet are in a yard? I... Just think about that question. You got a yardstick. Six. Three. That's close. Depending so... on the foot size. Think about that. Sir, what? some feet are bigger We're than others. We're not talking about <laughs> the anatomy feet. We're talking about the, the unit of measurement. So if there's three feet in a yard and a football field is 100 yards, surely you can get this one. There's three feet in one yard. 
300. There we go. 300 feet. So it's 150 <laughs> feet. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. In half. half. Yeah, I still don't know what the... You're making I, it harder I wanted on yourself to know the half. for the half. I wanted to know the half. So that was my question. Okay. Okay. All right. Next question. That wasn't uh, one of the things because that was a football question. All right. Next question. How many feet okay. from home plate to first base? So it's longer. So we know just, it's longer. You gave that away. Mm-hmm. So it's probably double, right? Like 120? Maybe 1. 1.5. <sighs> What's 1.5? The length from the pitch, of the pitcher's mouth. One and a half times the length of home to pitcher's mouth. Home to pitcher's mouth, 60 feet. Uh, 90. There you go. Wow. Good job, boo. Whew. 90 feet. Okay. Yeah. Well, that wasn't, so I missed it. It's okay. And you, you may not appreciate this, but like I was watching, uh, I always rewatch the Ken Burns baseball documentary uh, mm-hmm. as opening day approaches. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the historians made a good point. He was just like 90 feet from home to first. He's like, what a magical number that is. Because imagine if it was 88 feet, how batting averages would drop. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or if it was 88 feet, batting averages would rise because the batter, you know, a lot of the routine ground balls throw the throw the ball to the first baseman. A lot of those plays are pretty close. Like, the you know, if he's out, the first baseman catches it, and then a split second later, the runner comes. You okay. Know? So imagine if instead of 90 feet, the length was 88 feet, how many, uh, no, I guess, no. Yeah, you mm-hmm. batting averages would increase if the distance was. This yeah. is a lot of math. Yeah, and I don't want to bore you with all that. Uh, but he was just talking about like, money like ball. in in theory, okay. whoever came up with the rules of baseball, it was just these are somewhat arbitrary numbers. That's you know, true. You know, like yeah, you'll just true. make it ninety feet. Well, if, if it was ninety two feet, then batting averages would sink because you know they'd have to run longer. There'd be more ground balls would be out. If it was eighty eight feet, players would be better. So it's just weird that like. 90 feet is like the sweet spot. It's just funny how that worked out. Interesting. All right, next okay. question. All right. All right, now this one. This one's a little trickier. Oh, God. All right, the batter who bats fourth in the lineup. Now, you know what a lineup is, right? Yeah, it's like the first person goes, Your second, first, yeah. third. So the guy who bats fourth in the lineup is referred to as the blank hitter. Pitch. No. Not a pitch hitter. Oh. That's a thing, though, right? Well, pinch hitter is pinch. a thing. Uh-huh, okay, wait. That was just listen. Well, that's fine. Let's take a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, can okay. It's called the fourth person, so it would be. And in theory, you put one usually your best power hitter. At you know why this is significant. No, you start in the game. The guy who bats fourth, because let's say hypothetically, that first batter mm-hmm. he gets on, he gets a hit, he gets a walk, whatever he gets on, right. Let's say the second batter gets on. Now you've got oh. runners at first and second. That third batter, he somehow gets on. Now you've got runners at first, second, and third. So you got the bases loaded. So ideally, you would want that number four guy like the good one. to be. Like the guy. Uh, like yeah. Big he's and not necessarily fun. the best hitter in terms of okay. average, but he's usually the best power hitter. Is he flirty? Is he's he fun, fabulous? He's flirty. Okay. He's fabulous. Fourth, and he's, and he's the one that like does it. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the not pinch, obviously. Uh-huh. But that's... this is our blank hitter. Our what's he gonna do when there's clutch? Clutch is that's I I like that you know that. Uh, <laughs> he's I don't, don't want to give you. It's okay. Uh, okay, he's. Hey Stone, you're batting fourth tonight. We got you in blank blank. You're the blank blank hitter. 
the the home run hitter. He's, he's home going, run. The, that fourth batter's up and the bases are loaded. What's he gonna do? He's gonna he's gonna remove those runners off the bases by getting yeah. a hit and he's gonna drive them all home. He's the he's the base runner, the base cleaner, the cleaner, the base cleaner, cleaner base, the base <laughs> cleanup. Cleanup hitter. He's batting cleanup. <laughs> all right, yeah, there was no way I had that one. That's all right. Okay, okay. No, that's fine. That's neat, that's fine. batting yeah. cleanup. How cute. See, this is really, okay. this is seriously interesting to me to, to get a gauge of how much you know about a certain thing. Oh, I get I, it. That's fascinating to me. Okay, this is, yeah, I'm happy. You know what, up. in all honesty, you're probably going to score better on this than Kyle would. Really? Kyle doesn't know or care anything about baseball or any sports, really. Well, thank you. Um, but, yeah, so you've got, what do we got? Uh, you're one for three right now. Okay, okay here we right. go. You're betting 333. That's not bad. Okay. All right. Pay attention to this one. How many players are on the field for the team that's playing defense? The team that's out in the field in their positions, their their oh, defense. shit. How many players? I don't want to just say how many players on the field because then, you you know, you've got – Maybe a batter, and but the the defense team, the team that's in the field. How many players are out there in the field? How many positions are there? Okay, so obviously first base, second base, third, third, and then oh, the catcher. Does the catcher count? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. he's on the field. He's part of the defense. The pitcher. Mm-hmm. That's five. How many outfielders you got? Okay, so that's the thing I'm having a hard time. There's left field, mm-hmm. right field, mm-hmm. center field. Okay. We got eight. You want to look at that infield again? We got your first baseman. We got your second baseman. Got your third baseman. Yeah. Oh, is there some? Okay, so maybe uh, uh, the thing, what's it? This is also another question, so you could answer two and one right here. So there's, isn't that a guy, it's that old, um, you've said this so many times. The defender who is positioned, this is another question, but these are kind of one of the same now at this point. The defender who is positioned between the third baseman and the second baseman. Is there a position between them? And if so, what's his name? Wasn't that your position? No, I was second base. Oh. It's one of those, and and I remember because it's a bar. Yes. It's a bar down the street from. In Echo Park. In Echo Park, it's near the Dodger Stadium. I love yeah. I'm like it's a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, Two words. Uh, it. I remember it being a stop. Mm-hmm. What word before that? Oh, shortstop. Bingo. Good All job. Right. Yeah. Cool. So we so got. So that equals how many? Nine. There you go. There's nine players on the field for defense. For defense. Yeah. Okay, nine. You got your pitcher. You got your catcher. First baseman. Second baseman. Shortstop. Third baseman, and then three outfielders, left, center, and right. Nine players. I'm not doing see? bad. See, you know this. I'm not this. doing bad. You okay. know this. All right. all right. So you got that one. And I'm going to go ahead and give you that other one since you, you got it as well. So with all that now, you're one, two, three, four, five. And you're, how, many, how many questions are there? I think you're uh, – we got ten total. Okay, okay. okay. All, right. all right. This one might sound intimidating, but we've talked about this before. If you really think about it, I think you can get this one. What does RBI stand for? You have explained this to me. Okay. Because, you know, they always say, like, RBIs, RBIs. Mm-hmm. Batting. Mm-hmm. B is the batting. I know that. What are we trying to get in baseball? What's the goal? 
You want to you want to win. Well, you want to win, but how do you win <laughs> by getting the most points? In baseball, they're not called points. Oh, they're called runs. Runs. Run bat. Run batter. Run running batter. Runs batted. <laughs> RBIs. Runs batted in. In. Run, runs batted in. Really? RBI. Runs batted in. <laughs> And do you know what a runs batted in is? No. If you're on... Is you're that on, another question? Wait, no, I'll try. No, okay. I'll tell you this one. Okay. Well, it pertains to another question. An RBI, run okay. batted in. What what could that mean? It's how many... It's Is it the person, the fourth batter that brings in everybody? <laughs> the cleanup possibly, guy? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> uh, That's fun. It means there's runner, if there's a runner or runners on base... And I'm up to bat, and I get a hit, mm-hmm. and it drives one or any of those runners in. I get an RBI. If if let's say there's two batters, two runners on, right? There's a runner on second, runner on first. I hit a, a line drive to the outfield. That runner on second comes around to score. That's an R. I got an RBI. A run batted in. Guy on first, maybe not. He didn't make it. He he got it all the way to third. Okay. Maybe he didn't score on that particular hit. But if I if I'm at bat. And one of my teammates is on base, doesn't matter which base, and I get a hit that results in him being able to come home safely, I get an RBI, a run batted in. All right, to this, okay. on that note, Dear God. Okay. Here a, we go. a player hits two grand slams in a game. Player gets two grand slams that, in the game. Okay, I know what that. Grand How slam many is. RBIs does he get from those two grand slams? I don't want to say in the game because there's other ways you can actually get an RBI without making a hit. There's a sacrifice fly, runner on third. I hit one deep in the outfield, less than two outs. Even if the guy catches it, then that runner on third can tag up and come home. I didn't get a hit, but he scored based off of my fly ball. I still get an RBI. So anyway. A player hits two grand slams in a game. How many RBIs does he get just from those two grand slams? Eight. Bingo. Yeah. Good job. Thank you, Boo. I listen. That is so, I listen. I did some math. In a song. weird way, that could be a trick question mm-hmm. to some because sometimes people forget a solo home run. No one's on base. I go up and hit a home run. I get a, I get a home run. I scored a run, but I also get an RBI. You can drive yourself in. It doesn't just have to be my teammates. When I get when I hit a home run and I score, I got an RBI for myself. So a grand slam, base yeah. is loaded. Those three runners, four. the three runners plus the batter, grand slam. He gets four. If he hits two, he gets eight. There you go. A little I'm word problem there amazing. for you. Amazing. Okay. Referee is to basketball as blank is to baseball. Catcher. No, just kidding. Don't don't no 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 umpire. Bingo. Good Thank job, you. boo. Good job, Thank boo. You. Okay. Whew. All right. How many more do I got? You got one, two, so three, nervous. three more. Anxious. Let's, okay. let's see where we're at here in terms of uh, how many did you get right? I think I'm doing okay. okay. Much like high school, I bet I'm at a B or C average. <laughs> yeah, I'll tally it up later. Um, all right. A batter that can hit from a right-handed stance and a left-handed stance is known as a blank hitter. Pinch? No, that's at, at the end. Of, oh, no, no, I was just kidding. Pinch hitter hits for the pitcher. When the pitcher's ready to come out of the game and the, and the pitcher's uh, spot is up in the order, if they know that that pitcher's not going to go out there and pitch the next half inning and he's up, up to bat, they'll they'll substitute a hitter for him, and that's the pinch hitter. But someone who can bats, bat right-handed and left-handed 
is a blank hitter. And that's becoming more and more rare these days. I always I always thought if I had a son and I wanted him to play baseball, I would encourage him to be a I'm switch a dexterous? Isn't it? Well, <laughs> you're not wrong. That's kind of what they are and what they're doing. But yeah. in terms of baseball, he is a he's not an ambidextrous hitter. He's a <laughs> blank hitter. This is often used as a uh, pejorative euphemism for, for gay folks. For a fella who's like, oh, he's a switch hitter. Oh, that's what it is, switch hitter? Oh, shit. I gave you, you the, I gave you the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, that's okay. So I'll, get, I'll, I'll say you got that one right. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, switch hitter. And it's very, very valuable to got be it. able to do both because you have a, uh, a right-handed batter has an advantage against a left-handed pitcher. And a left-handed batter has an advantage over a right-handed pitcher. Just the the way the ball, the angle the ball's coming in at, you can see it better. Okay. So if if you can do both, you know, when you've got a right-handed pitcher up there, then I'm going to bat left-handed. But if I'm facing a left-handed pitcher, I'm going to bat right-handed. So having the ability to do both fairly equally. Most players who are switch hitters, they, they do have, a, they're usually a little better with their natural, you know, hand, right yeah. hand, left hand. But... Still, to be able to do it well, um, man, it's such a valuable skill to have. Switch hitter. All right, you already answered the defender who is positioned between the third baseman and the second baseman is playing what position? Shortstop. There you go. All right, last question. All right, here we go, guys. Two parter. A. What is a relief pitcher? And B. Where are they stationed before they enter the game? Where do they hang out? What is a relief pitcher? And where are they stationed? Before and during the game. Oh, I know this. Okay. Relief pitcher is somebody that comes in and relieves the first string pitcher. The starting pitcher. The starting guy. The guy that did. Okay. So Mm -hmm. that's part A. Yep. So anybody out there where where all the guys in this particular place, those are relief pitchers. So when you're starting pitcher, sometimes your starting pitcher might pitch the whole game. It's rare these days. Most, Mm -hmm. Most managers will pull him, even if he's doing great, like in the sixth or seventh or eighth. But, you know, whenever the pitchers, the starting pitcher goes as long as he feels like he can or until he just starts, they start ripping him and he starts losing stuff. So it's like, all right, he's, he's done for the day. Let's bring in a relief pitcher. And where do we bring him in from? Where is he sitting during the game before he gets called in? Well, he's not, is he sitting or is he like doing stuff? Like, is he busy? Sometimes both. Sometimes they'll, where do they warm up and prepare and stuff? Okay. Oh, yeah. I do Where's the Where's the rest of the okay, team so sitting? Okay, so it's not a batting cage because that's where we go to play. And where's most of the team sitting when the they're not? The dugout. The dugout. These relief pitchers, when the game starts, they're no longer in the dugout. They've got to be out. There's like a tent. There's Isn't there? <laughs> they're with the tent, right? No, but I know it's a name. But isn't it like a tent with like a see-through mesh thing? There's see-through mesh happening in I'm, this place. Probably, yeah. Okay, I so I remember it being like, it's like sectioned off, mm-hmm. and it's like a thing, and they're like practicing, mm-hmm. and they're always like, I'm trying to think of major league. Bullpen! Boom! Good job, boo! Wow, my Charlie Sheen knowledge is amazing! The bullpen. Okay! And the bullpen is both a location, that, that place out there, usually in right field, behind right field, that's the bullpen, yeah. but it is also referred to as that group of relief pitchers. Like, we have a great bullpen this year. When someone when someone <laughs> says our team has a great bullpen this year, they're not necessarily talking about the structure and the fencing where they hang out. They just mean the team of, the, the unit of relief pitchers. We have a very good bullpen. I like so it. So it's both a 
unit. Uh, you know, it's, it's a group, and it's also a uh, a designated place or structure. That's so, fun. So let's see how many you got right. Okay, uh, let's how see many it. feet from Pedro's home plate? Uh, you got that one right because you yeah, got it you within. gave me an option. Uh, you, yeah, you got the second one, first okay. base. Uh, Barry Reds fourth. No, I didn't get. You didn't that. get that. So okay, you missed one there. How many players on the field? You got that one. Yeah. You got RBI, right? Yeah. Play. You got Grand Slam, referee. Uh, did you get switch? No, no. I'm going to give you switch hitter because I gave you that on no, accident. No, don't do it. You I, wouldn't have I got that one. All right, so that's two you missed. Yeah. Uh, you got the shortstop. And yeah, boo, you got 80% right. B. B, B, B. Yeah, I'm really good at B. For someone who doesn't know or doesn't care about baseball, you got 80% After of the questions right. After 10 years of knowing you, something seeped in. Way to go, There boo-boo. you go. Thank you, boo. I feel accomplished. I guarantee I couldn't get 80% on a Real Housewives quiz or, you know, anything else like oh, that. Oh, I'll, I'll come up with some yeah. Dave trivia next okay. week. Don't you worry. Well, good Don't job, you boo. worry. Thank you, boo. Good job. Oh, my gosh. Uh, boo, word of mouth this week. Ooh. What do you got? You're excited about a new thing. I am very excited. Okay, for all my tall ladies out there, listen, tall clothes are hard to find. I know this sounds like an ad. It's not. I did some deep diving research the other day, and I found I got this. uh, There's a website called uh, Amelie Tall, A-M-A-L-L-I, Tall. It's uh, two sisters that work together Uh perfectly. Okay. And they're tall bitches, and they make clothes for tall people, and it is lit. There's a 36 inseam. Really? There's, like, long. It's very hard for us long torso, long-legged ladies. So, listen, um... Amali Tall. Okay. Get into it, guys. And what's your word of mouth, Ben? Oh, very exciting. I was, uh, I mentioned that I watch uh, every year before the uh, baseball season kicks off, I watch Ken Burns' great documentary just called, simply called Baseball. Ooh. Came out in like 94, I think. Oh, and yeah, just you always watch Such that. a comprehensive. I think there's like, he's added a few editions uh, over the years, but I think there's like nine or ten parts to it. Um, just, just fantastic. So anyway, big Ken Burns fan. He's got a new documentary out, a two-parter uh, about Ben Franklin, a big, <laughs> big Ben Franklin guy. <laughs> I know how much you love history and American history and yeah, what have you. I mean, but uh, yeah, I just love man Ken Burns. I've also obsessed with his country music doc. He's got a great country music documentary, like six seven parts uh world war ii he's got a vietnam one but yeah now he has a uh, is there something soothing about his voice well it's not his voice uh but yes the narrator for most of them are this guy is a guy named uh, peter coyote who's an actor too you might know his face if you saw him but he he did the baseball one did the country music one and i yes he does the new ben franklin one too interesting Uh, i don't think he did uh did he do the civil war yeah there's civil war there's world war ii there's vietnam there's uh, jazz. There's a jazz one. There's uh, baseball, country music. Ben, now there's and he's got a bunch of other smaller ones like guys. National get Park into get into the Ben Franklin documentary <laughs> that Dave's hawking over there. Oh. That's your word of mouth. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I yeah. did tall girl clothes, so yeah. I can't say anything. No. Uh, okay. Anytime Ken Burns drops something new, it's 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 big news. Oh, well, good, Boo. I'm glad. On, whatever gets you excited, get you know? on that Benjamin Franklin <laughs> app uh, documentary. Oh, boy. Boo, uh, where can we find you on the gram? KT Low Stramberg. 
There you go. Is it? Yeah, that's is it. it? I, I always, know. yep. The letter K, the letter T, L, O, W. Yes, I am. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm certain. And Boo, do you have anything to plug? I I'm know you do. I'm going on the road uh, starting next week. I'm uh, doing six dates through the Midwest. You can catch me in Indianapolis at Helium. That's on the 13th of April. Uh, on the 14th, I'll be at the Laughing Tap in Milwaukee. On the 15th, I'm in Chicago. Originally, that show was scheduled to be at North Bar. Uh, unfortunately, that bar has since closed. Uh, my buddy Jim, who co-owned and ran the bar, um, his partner sold it out from under him. Without no. Just sold it behind his back. What? And uh, But fortunately, uh, Jim was able to hook up uh, another show. Same date, uh, the 15th, I'll now be at Reggie's in Chicago. Woo! Uh, if you have tickets from the North Bar link, uh, those will be honored. Just, you know, don't worry about that. However, the uh, time has changed. Uh, originally, it was going to be an 8 p.m. show. Now the show is at 7 p.m. Because uh, we got like death metal. I like that 7. I think he said we got go, like death, go metal, early. death metal karaoke or something. Starts like at 9. Early. Okay. So we got to be done by 9. So show time, show time starts at 7 uh, at Reggie's in Chicago on the 15th. On the 19th, uh, somebody emailed me and told me how to pronounce it. Cuyahoga? I think it's Cuyahoga Falls. I've been mispronouncing it. I've been saying it, Cuyahoga. I think hmm. it's Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. Is it Hoga or Haga? Anyway, hmm. I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be in Ohio. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it Cuyahoga. No, Cuyahoga hmm. sounds better, right? Cuyahoga? Cuy- I, I, anyway, who, I'll be know. at the Funny Stop. Yay! In Chicago Falls, Ohio. Uh, <laughs> on the 22nd, I'll be in Hilliard, Ohio, uh, not far from Cleveland or Akron, rather, uh, at a place called The Station. And then on the 23rd, I wrap up in Cincinnati at The Comet. So, yeah, Ooh. dumbdavestone.com. All those tickets are for sale. Uh, I was complaining about how the Cuyahoga Falls show uh, was only available, tickets were only available uh, through the phone, like it was 1996. Uh, but those are now available on a on a fancy high-tech website. Woo! So Go to the website, I have the people! Link, the link is on my website. Oh so, my gosh. Uh, yeah, not to worry. I just realized I haven't shaved my armpits and I wore a tank top today. Oh. oh I, I didn't notice. Oh my gosh, that's horrifying. I don't think I've ever noticed your your growth. You're not You're not super hairy. I don't want to discuss this right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you're looking I'm nice. I'm hairy bro. in bizarre places. That's all I'll say. <laughs> bizarre places. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Boo, well, yes. it's good catching up. Oh, it's always a joy. <laughs> always a joy. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. I'm making no mistakes like the last time.
Okay, thank you.